there and welcome to the Atypical Wedding Officiant. My name is Christy Brooks and I'm a wedding officiant, a pre-marriage coach, and a honeymoon specialist with Brooks Wedding Ceremonies based out of Western Michigan. In today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about no regrets. And no, I'm not talking about not having regrets about your wedding. I'm talking about having no regrets when it comes to your wedding day specifically your ceremony. Okay, so couples planning their wedding many times feel pressure from friends and from family to change the vision that they originally had. You know, everyone seems to have an opinion on how things should or go during your wedding ceremony. So if you're a couple and you are planning your wedding, you may be feeling this pressure as well. It's, it's pretty typical. And the pressure can be so great that many times couples feel uh, tempted to alter the course um, of their original plan, of the original vision that they had for their wedding day. And that, my friends, creates regret. So why does this pressure come? Well, I really don't think that our friends and family have the intention of throwing a wrench into our plans. Um, I think that they really do mean well. But sometimes, um, you know, especially those that have just been married or just some that have a very uh, strong personality, sometimes they feel like their way is the best. They're convinced that what they did um, is really better than than other options. Um, sometimes you have uh, friends and family members that might be a little uncomfortable with your choices for whatever reason that is. Um, They might think that it's silly or that it's non-traditional. Hey, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't even do non-traditional ceremonies. I work with a lot of couples. I mean, I don't even do traditional ceremonies. Um, I work with a lot of couples that have an out-of-the-box relationship, couples that prefer uh, to have a ceremony that is kind of outside the realm of what is considered traditional, right? But, you know, we still have friends and family that um, may, I don't want to say threatened, but they're just uncomfortable with the choices um, that we might make uh, for our own day. But here's the deal. You, You need to remember that this is your wedding day. These are plans that you've probably made ever since you can remember. You've always had this vision of how you wanted to see your day unfold. And... When you feel that pressure to kind of cave into um, someone else's idea of how your wedding day should be, I mean, that's when you are going to do nothing but look back with regret years from now. Uh, And that is something that I don't wish on any couple. So why do couples end up caving? That can happen for a lot of reasons. I mean, they could feel that the pressure is just too great. Um, A lot of times, wedding can breed contention in families, and sometimes couples kind of pick and choose their battles just to keep the peace, Um, so that happens many times. Um, uh, One of the reasons that couples uh, cave is that sometimes parents or other family members uh, contribute quite a bit of money to the wedding fund. And so that makes couples feel somewhat obligated to find a way to compromise 
Um, but, you know, even if that is the case, there still is a way to compromise without like totally forgetting what your um, original vision is for your day. I mean, the last thing you want is to be done with your wedding day and just be disappointed that you weren't able to do the things that you really wanted to do, those things that were really important to you, to say the words that you really wanted to say or to maybe have that unity ceremony that you talked about that really seemed to um, really encompass everything that is about the two of you as a couple. Um, and giving that up because it seemed silly or irrelevant to someone else. Um, this is just really something that you have to look back, um, looking at your original plans and just asking yourself, you know, what can I really do without? How am I going to feel about this years later? Is this really, is, is this a little thing? Is this something that I can cave on? Is it really worth that? Or is this something that I'm going to hate myself if we don't do? Um, so you kind of have to look at it that way. Um, what can couples do to minimize or better yet eliminate regret? Um, again, that's looking at compromising and again, just deciding what you can live with, what you can't live with. Uh, this is just something that you're going to really have to sit down with your fiance and just have a, a very meaningful conversation. And you might at some point need to involve um, that person that is maybe making, maybe putting that pressure upon you, especially if it's a family member who's paying a portion of your wedding, making you feel somewhat obligated. Um, you need to really help them understand that, you know, they don't need to understand why you want to do it this way, but letting them know why it's important to you, reminding them that this is your day, that these are memories that you are creating, um, that you don't want to have regret. And I think that if we are comfortable enough to have these types of conversations um, with friends and family members uh, who are outspoken, uh, I think that this can really, really make all the difference. Because once they understand why we're pushing back on their ideas, and once they understand why what we want to do is so important to us, I think that that really can make all the difference. And that can help uh, you as you compromise. So, you know, that's one of the things that when I interview my couples, I let them know um, how very, very couples focused I am on creating their ceremony day. I don't want to give them any rules telling them that they have to do this or they have to do that, you know, other than what the state of Michigan requires. Um, your ceremony really has to be all about you. It has to be celebrated uh, in the way that reflects who you both are, your personalities, your styles, um, any other way, it just is, it, it's just not worth the amount of regret that you may have later. And I can't tell you how many times I've interviewed couples that have gotten married and then later down the road um, shared their biggest regrets. And a lot of it had to do with just compromising because a parent or a grandparent or someone really close to them was uncomfortable uh, with their plan because it just didn't seem to fit in this traditional box. I don't really understand what it is that makes weddings 
so traditional to some people. They just feel like there are certain things that you cannot do. There are people that are so wrapped up in these rules that really aren't relevant to anyone but to them. And I, I, I just think that that has to stop. I think that a wedding is something that is so beautiful and it really, really needs to be personal to the couple. The couple wants to have an elopement. If the couple wants to have a five-minute ceremony as opposed to a 30-minute ceremony, um, it should be what they want. I remember when I started officiating years ago, um, I had a couple that really emphasized they wanted their ceremony short and sweet. They basically said, you know, we just want all that is required for our marriage to be considered legal. We don't want the fluff. We don't want to have any special readings. We don't want to have, um, you know, any unity ceremonies. We just want a very, very short and sweet. We want to get to the reception. We want to be able to visit with friends and family that we haven't seen in years. And so um, I just remember me just wanting to make sure with them as we were writing their ceremony just to make sure, are you okay with the length of this? This is like six and a half, seven minutes. Are you okay with that? And they were like, absolutely, this is what we want to do. And so um, on their wedding day, I performed the ceremony exactly the way uh, that they wanted. And I remember after dismissing everyone and removing the lapel mic, um, I had I think it was the groom's mother that came up to me and she just said, really, is that it? And I remember saying, I'm sorry. And she said, that's all to the ceremony. And she goes, in my day, you know, wedding ceremonies were at least 30 minutes, if not longer. And, and I said, I, I said, I understand that. I said, but you know, I wanted to be able to give the couple the ceremony that they wanted, and they were very clear that they wanted their ceremony to be super short and sweet so that they could have more time to spend uh, with their friends and family. Um, but I just, I remember, and that really wasn't the first time that I've heard from a parent or a guest that was unhappy and surprised that the ceremony only lasted just a few minutes. Um you know, those are the ones that are stuck in tradition. And um, every once in a while, I still have to remind um, people that make comments, you know, that my focus as an officiant is, again, it's just to facilitate the type of ceremony that my couple wants. It doesn't matter what I think, you guys. <laughs> it doesn't matter if if I approve or if I don't approve. I mean, that's, that's a, totally irrelevant. It, my thoughts on it, it it's not about me. It's about you and what you want. And what you want is what you want. It's not right. It's not wrong. Um, but it's true to you. And at the end of the day, um, that's really what it has to be. And that about wraps it up for this episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen in. For more information about me and the officiant services I offer, head on over to brookswedingceremonies.com. And I'll see you next time.